Welcome, everyone, to the Atkin Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Hello, hello. Uh, I had to start off uh, this week's episode with, with, with calling Josh Burns out for just a moment. Josh, uh, last week during the nerd degree, uh, and I've gotten near full of this from, from many people, uh, your your ranking system, which is the, the normal ranking system we use every single Standard week. Standard ranking system, yeah. Stan- I, we never change it. Uh, was the Patriots versus Eagles, and um, um, you were wrong? I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, I, listen, I've been... So all week long, um, I've been wearing a Philadelphia Phillies hat uh, as an outward show of support. Which he is currently wearing right now, just, just for the record. And I... And Phillies, because Eagles colors will never touch my skin. Ever. <laughs> I, I mean, Never. But I do support the good fans of Philadelphia. They're not all good, but I support the good ones. <laughs> and um, it, it was a it was a shocker of a game, man. Even even in in the last moments when the Eagles clinched the victory, the ball in the air. I'm not the only one. But the, every a lot of people expected we were going to overtime in yep. that moment. So did my wife. So yep. right. So I, you know, they played an amazing game. Um, I I think I told you guys last week I bought Laura a Nick Foles jersey, uh, did, yeah. an official like Super Bowl you know stamp the whole thing and her her sort of you know she kind of said well why why Nick Foles why you know, she's, you know <laughs> right 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 she's a no, Carson Wentz fan and and others why Nick Foles and I, and I said listen they've got a real team of destiny thing going on which scares me and and if they win this dude is gonna be the MVP and he will be an immortal in Philadelphia. This jersey you can wear for the rest of your life. Yep, you'll be fine with it. And you'll and everybody will understand why you're wearing it. So that's why I got you a Nick Foles jersey. And she's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm no <laughs> shit. So, yes, I was wrong. Congratulations uh, to the Eagles, to their fans, uh, the good ones, not the shit ones, uh, which is probably makes up like, you know, 10 to 15 percent. Yeah, like, like the seven people yelled at me are it's a mixed bag already within those. It's. Seven. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's not look it's not it's not a ton but ten to fifteen percent is w- where I put that number and it's it's not a small amount of people but to the good ones I look there's no feeling like it I've been there a bunch of times it's good <laughs> love the backhand the compliment very nice <laughs> even I watched the big game by the way me too good call on that I I was I was even enamored by Napoleon Dynamite's you know performance good lord. <laughs> but before we do anything else we need to take a look at the world of comics we need to see how it's affecting tv how it's affecting movies but most of all how it's affecting everybody this week ladies and gentlemen it's time for cape talk cape talk and let's let's just jump right into it let's talk about the deadpool trailer oh yes because the deadpool trailer it was really great I like can we just can we just dub this entire week trailer palooza really there it really was so many trailers but uh i love the digs at dc i love the fact that they kind of played on the fact that uh josh brolin is is thanos um the, everything about this was 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 great and it's nice actually they played see, on the fact that disney's gonna own five yeah oh man they, there were so many tips that had very self-aware and you know what there, there while there was fourth wall breaking it wasn't over the top uh but it's everything that we love from deadpool in, in a trailer it, it, and it was great it was it's wonderful i i need to hear what you guys thought about it joshua uh i, I thought the trailer was good uh i wasn't like the biggest fan of the first movie, it was it was okay. It was entertaining and it was very funny, but it was okay. This looks better, but they had you know far less action in the trailer. So, like I I don't want I don't want the movie to be all slapstick, right? I the the action was the best part of the first movie, like the leaked footage of the car and and that whole stuff was yeah. It just I don't, I don't want over the top. Like you said, fourth wall breaking ridiculous. Right. I don't think you're going to see that. I think that's really primarily just for its marketing campaign. Um, I, I'm extremely excited. I, I, I loved all the I love all the slapstick because that's what I come to, to expect from Deadpool. Um, I love I, I already can see like the kind of banter that Cable and Deadpool are going to have. It's going to be enjoyable. 
Um, you know, there's there's some other X-Men that flashed really quickly that I could not identify yeah. that I need to look into. Like, it seems like this is going to be a pretty big movie, and I'm super excited for I it. I would say that my, my favorite line from that trailer was, come on, guys, it's not like we're trying to shave a mustache. No, of course. <laughs> and I just, of course, because it was a huge dig uh, at DC. It felt so good. Did you see that someone trained an AI to uh, shave the yes. mustache better? Yes, than, I did. I saw it was a the multi-million dollar company, a, like a multi-million dollar project to remove Henry Cavill's mustache on the left and a five hundred dollar computer program on the right, and I did it through multiple clips of Henry Cavill, and it looked great. Yeah, yeah it looked a lot better. Yeah, that just happened. All right, now let's talk but about anywho. let's talk about the second trailer though that was also just hugely important, and that was the official trailer for Venom teaser. And if you haven't seen these trailers, right? Teaser. Sorry, teaser. If you haven't seen any of these. Go to the show notes real quick. Go watch this. I want to start with Venom, but I'm saving Brian for last. Josh, what do you think about Venom? Uh, I didn't see enough to form an opinion. Like, other than to say it looks cool, that's it. Like, what what did you get out of that trailer? Uh, just, it, we get a, We already knew that Spider-Man is not going to be involved in this movie at all. And if you, and this is why I'm saving Brian for last. The origins of Venom require a Spider-Man. Uh, and just kind of seeing the direction in which they're going to take this, maybe. Uh, I I am interested, but I have a lot of questions. But I have a feeling that, again, this is going to be one of those movies for me where I kind of go blackout. Maybe I'll watch the next full-length trailer, like the full-length one, but then I'm I'm, I'm going to stay away from all marketing. But How much more full-length do you need? This was a minute-and-a-half trailer. I need a... Come I don't on. consider this a don't. teaser. It was a teaser. They Teasers gave you nothing. are under a minute long. This, I th- know they gave nothing. That is my fucking problem with this trailer. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. Because we complain all the time that trailers give away way too much of the movie, and this is a trailer that didn't do that. Well, not only that, but trailers are usually like two and a half minutes long. L- listen, listen. You gave me a Venom trailer with no fucking Venom. Yes. That's my problem. No, you save no. that. Well, you- I just know you don't save that. He's your main character this is what the movie is about and i'm not saying i needed him all over the place swinging through the city and beating up you know carnage i just needed two seconds nah. just two seconds at the end of the trailer to get me excited that's what a that's, teaser is supposed to that's do where I that's was. what it that's what a teaser is supposed to do this just trailer did nothing to get me excited it is pretty much a very generic horror sci-fi movie that's what I saw. Yeah, that that's the part of that, and and a lot of it in San Francisco, which I thought was odd. Well, I mean, Venom for a long time in the comic book bases oh, himself okay. out of San Francisco. Um, okay, but then I have to ask a question for you, Brian: Is knowing uh, Venom's origins, the fact that Spidey is not going to be in this at all? How do you feel about that? I'm 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 confused and upset. Um, I'm not angry because I know you can do a Venom origin story without Spider-Man. There is a way. It can happen. The thing that makes him such a great character is because of his connection to Spider-Man. And that's where I have a problem. Josh, what about you? I I know you're a hardcore comic fan and a Tom McFarlane fan. And what do you think about the fact no Spidey? I mean, Sony can't do Spidey. So, well, like, what what are they going to do? Not make this movie and give Venom to Marvel (laughs) so he can have Spidey? Well, that would be nice. I mean, if this one bombs, they will give it to Marvel, right? Yeah, we can Mar- only hope. I, Marvel, I, will pay, Marvel will pay for it and do it right. You just know that you put Tom Hardy in a movie, people are going to go I, see it. It's that's not like I like Tom Hardy, and I and I do I do like Venom, right? As a villain, really, really solid. But I don't like Venom fighting other villains necessarily. Like I, you know, right. I don't care about him fighting Carnage at all. There's a reason that his comic book series was short-lived, has been short-lived, every single time they try to do it, because nobody likes the anti-hero Venom. Everybody likes the villain Venom. Right. Everybody likes it. And, and the reason he's such a great villain is because he of his connection to Spider-Man and how much he hates Spider-Man and why he hates Spider-Man. Right. That's I mean, all I have to say and, on the topic. Well, look, as far as, as far as, you know, Marvel, like, drawing parallels for me as a kid... Venom was Spider-Man's Joker. And I don't really have any other way to look at that. I can see that. Oh, God. Hey, Bang. I'm surprised you haven't asked my opinion of the Venom trailer. Well, you were in the dark. I couldn't really see you. Uh, yes, I was born in the darkness, CJ. (laughs) It seems like this trailer does not know about the darkness at all. The darkness that is inside Eddie Brock. 
I was very confused. I did not see any bats breaking in this trailer. <laughs> I wanted more bats breaking, CJ. It's a, it's a possibility. I think there should be a crossover with Bane and, and As Venom. soon as I see the symbiote, I have my permission to die. <laughs> <laughs> Always, always appreciate your perspective, Bane. And I always want to hear what you guys think. These were two big trailers. There's more to talk about, but I, I have to know, are you going to go see Venom? Did this tip you in any way? Uh, and what of do you feel I'm about Deadpool? Not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. I have to see not it. Not talking to you. Yeah, everybody's going to see it. They all should go see it. And then give it a bad score on Rotten Tomatoes so that they give it back to Mark. <laughs> you should start a campaign. <laughs> to remove it I from should. canon and everything. So DC has an extremely, extremely popular character in Superman. And uh, apparently DC and television, they all just want to know about, like, what was he like before he was a superhero? That's why we have Gotham. And that's why we had Smallville. Ah, yes. That, that's always been the burning question in my but, mind is, you right, know, which, which nobody- what prep school Bruce Wayne went to. and This is, are you, wait a minute, wait, I'm now, here's what's happening. On their new, on the brand new DC streaming service that is coming out, we are going to get a live action show about what Superman, what Superman was like before he was Superman, in a show called Metropolis. To so my question is, did um no wait what who wanted this? Yes, the wait, show's called wait, Metropolis. Wait, 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 wait. So the the quote, I'll, I want to read you this quote, Brian, from the article Please. from the article in the show notes. Metropolis will follow Lois Lane and Lex Luthor as they investigate the world of fringe science and expose the city's dark and bizarre secrets. So basically, Superman isn't in this show. No, it's very clear that he's not there. It promises to show us a wondrous and awe-inspiring city of tomorrow before Uh the emergence of Superman and establish much of the Man of Steel's world leading up to his arrival. Okay, I read it as in he'll still be there, but he won't be Superman. Nope. It, ha- it actually what's funny it's is Gotham. that it's Gotham. It's Gotham, but it's and it's called Metropolis. Oh God, it's even and, worse. I'm now putting two and two together. R- right, and it's well. It's wait, wait, wait. Awful. Now you guys, you know how much I love Gotham. You do love right? you some Gotham. I, it's your favorite. I, I, thing. I love me some Gotham. Whatever night it's on, I am there. I don't even know what night it's on, so <laughs> this does not sound believable at all. This is a terrible, terrible idea you know what they should do instead of this is make a show about if it's possible i don't know if you can track him down but um kal-el's grandfather <laughs> oh yeah you know what that's exactly what i'm waiting for i i, I think i think that would be a much better idea you yeah. know perhaps before krypton gets destroyed why doesn't dc television seem to know that no one cares about super listen this is why, why no don't one- they do a truman show but of a young Clark Kent. <laughs> Listen, this is, this is the Pat Oswalt thing about uh, the prequels, right? You run into George Lucas on the street before the prequels were made. Oh, my God, I love it. Hey, do you like Darth Vader? Yeah, I do. Well, maybe you can see what it was like when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you like Obi-Wan? Yeah, you know, Obi-Wan's great. He's a good Jedi. Don't you want to see him when he was a young adult and he trained this little kid? No, I don't. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Nobody this. asked for this. But the thing is, <laughs> what happened? Did you just, did you just, did you just buffer? <laughs> this idea is so stupid. It's giving me the, I can't speak correctly. He forgot how to English. DC doesn't know. DC's only big properties are, in their eyes, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. If, forget about the fact that we have a highly successful Flash TV show, Arrow television show, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which includes such characters as Firestorm, Adam, Black Canary, um, you know, Black Lightning just started. I mean, I'm just saying, there's they don't have any other characters. All they have is Batman and Superman, right? And DC seems to be under this impression, so when they run out of stories to tell about Batman or Superman, or or the fact that they want you to go to the big screen to see Henry Cavill be mopey, they want you to know why he's mopey. More importantly, we want to see Lois Lane be friends with Lex Luthor. Yeah. When that are, are they never working happened. together? Are they just wor- investigating at the same time? What, what is that? Really this is like Scooby Doo mysteries in Metropolis. No, it really is that season of Smallville where Lex was a, everybody's friend and Lois and Lex worked together and like like they did well, I this. Mean, they already did this. No one liked the, it. There is there is some backstory between you know Lex and Clark. Sure, because Lex. Did grow up in Smallville, right? There's really no reason for Lois. Can they? Can they? Can they give us? Can they give us a Green Lantern show? I like. I'd watch that. 
Yeah, I'd watch that too. Watch but we're gonna get a movie, movie that will movie. be subpar. Yeah, yeah. So in 2021, never. So listen, this is the first thing that we've heard out of that DC streaming service that we're going, ah, no, no thanks. No thanks. Don't really want that. Don't want that at all. Metropolis is going to begin production later in, 2018, in 2018. Listen, I'm buying it. All I have to say is Young Justice Season 3. That's the only reason I will, I'm, going, I'm signing up for this. And I know, yes, Titans. Yeah. Yes. All right, uh, it is now time to look at the world of television and movies. And it's a segment that we call Screen to Screen. And I want to start off a little bit with uh, the Super Bowl because just like you said, Brian. The big game. The big game, I apologize. Second time I've done that. There was a lot of cool stuff that happened during the big game. There were so many movie and TV trailers. It was incredible. And I want to hear some of what you liked and, and some of what you didn't like. Hey, listen, CJ, CJ, I, I, I know, I know you think we're doing screen to screen, but it's a tie dad. <laughs> Let me just first start off. That was everything about that camp. It was that campaign one. It was really great. I, I love the, best commercial. I love the one where the, the Mr. Clean happened. And then he turns around. It's a tie dad. I'm like you son of a bitch. So good. That that ad campaign made me want to buy Tide and not to eat. I'm saying they they just needed one commercial where he slaps it out of a, a kid's hand and goes, "No, Tide ad," and then walked away. Just no, stop eating Tide pods. Or if you really have a desire to do it, eat it and leave this earth. I don't need you. You're taking up precious oxygen and water. Get out of here. Anyway, let's start with Sheriff someone. Sheriff Dumpster Fire doing his thing. Amazing. But let's talk about some trailers. And I want to start with um, one here at the top of my list, which was Solo, a Star Wars story. Because there's a lot of controversy around this. Uh, it there my, is. It's my second favorite trailer. Okay. All right. Brian, are you on the on the camp of liking it and not liking it? So I saw the, the, the teaser during said big game um, and got me really excited because that's what a fucking teaser is supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And and then I watched the real trailer that dropped, and I mean, I mean, I I'm excited. It's Star Wars. I'm gonna see it. I have some severe reservations about this kid playing Han Solo. Yeah, he he is he is not quite Han Solo at this point. He's not Han here's, Solo ish at all. Here's my hope. My hope is that this really isn't so deadly focused on him. That it, it well, it's really about the people surrounding him. And he's and I kind do of, think I do think there will be a, a bit of that. But what they're the thing, and I, I like that Harrison Ford is, you know, he's immortalized in this role and for his lines. And this guy is saying the lines as a young kid, and that's fine. But you kind of feel like probably didn't learn that until he, you know, messed up a whole bunch of times. Right. Of and the same thing with um the character that What's-Her-Face from Game of Thrones is, is playing, and she goes, Amelia well, Clark. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you really are. And I'm just like, please don't say, like, a hero, because he didn't think he was a hero until, like, you know, he decided to go with the Empire and and, and Well, maybe Luke. he's some sort of secret origin. Maybe he's a secret Jedi. <laughs> secret Jedi. Secret team. Um, I will say this. Freaking Donald Glover didn't have to say shit. Like, he's just exuding Lando. Yep. And I'm more excited to see him as Lando Calrissian than I am about anything else. I'm ready for Lando a Star Wars story. I'll watch the shit out of that. I'll watch the shit out of Donald Glover uh, being Lando. And I like I like I didn't uh, like seeing Woody Harrelson in the in the trailer was was nice. I, I think they have a good cast. I think they got a lot of things going for it. I trust Ron Howard. I will see this movie. We're gonna see the movie. Like no nobody thinks for a second oh, no, we're, we're not seeing no, 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 this movie. Yeah, no. But I, I we'll see not, it under extreme duress. No, see, I don't think that way. No. I, I'm not under the 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 uh, fan. I feel that this I, is I'm under be, I'm under duress. I, Star I, Wars movie, it's gonna be good. Yeah, there's a lot of people like, well, this is gonna be bad, but I'll see it because Star Wars. I'm like, no, don't go into the movie that way. Like, no, I don't think it's gonna be bad. I think he is gonna be bad. Uh, well, we'll see. Well, speaking of speaking of things that are gonna be bad, and I'm taking some heat for this one because I know how you two are gonna react. Skyscraper with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, Die Hard with a handicapped person. <laughs> yeah, it's like Die Hard with a no leg. It's like the only way you can make the Rock like human and not superhuman <laughs> is take away a leg. I mean, it's gonna be bad, but. I kind of want to see it. It's The Rock. Uh, I'm I'm not going to see it in the theater you, for sure. You can't put a trailer of Rock, you know, The Rock jumping off of a of a ledge and, and flailing in the air right after you saw Tom Cruise do the exact same thing because you know Tom Cruise before. actually did it. Uh, yeah, you, Tom Cruise does. He that actually did it, stunts. and 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 people have mapped out The Rock's fall on this one. It's like, oh no, he's going to die. 
Yeah, right. it's, well, it's yeah, a but poster. The, but That's the, a poster. But The Rock has like a long career ahead of him. Oh, yeah. And, and Tom Cruise is sort of, you know what I mean? He's sort of petering out a little bit. This this is the thing someone said too about The Rock. It's like The Rock used to be a wrestler. The Rock would go to a city, right? Go to go to a city. Next week, go to the city. Next week, go to it. Like project, 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 project. Done, done, done. Next X. And that's what he's doing now. He's like, all right, I've done this movie. Next one. Like he's, he's already three steps yeah. ahead of us. I got to work. He's got to work. Yeah. So I love uh, this by the, guy. I love, I love his work ethic. By the time that this movie comes out and everyone's like, Skyscraper is shit. There's Rampage and like five other movies ready. He's like, oh, yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson looks great in this movie. So like you'll forget about this. And it's the beauty of The Rock. He'll just go to bat more often and he'll get on base every once in a while. It's exactly right. I love the sports analogy, CJ. I learned something through you. <laughs> uh, but uh, Josh, the one I know that you are excited about and I definitely want to hear your perspective is Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan because you've been talking about this. Oh, for a, oh, it seems like awesome. forever. This this was my absolute favorite trailer. Uh, I, I like I was standing up applauding. Like I was just I was super super psyched about this. And I've watched John Krasinski do an you know play an action role uh, in Thirteen Hours, which I love. So. This seems very natural to me, and and I'm just a I'm big fan of the Jack Ryan story in general. So, yeah, yeah, yes, all of the Jack. It Ryan. just makes sense to do this as a TV show instead of movies. Yeah. Like, yes, it, it just makes more sense. You can tell a much better espionage story over a ten to thirteen episode arc than you can in a two and a half hour movie. And listen, I've been rewatching The Office before this trailer came up and i was like ah it's jim and then i was like oh holy shit it's jim yeah like did you awesome. did you watch 13 hours i have not I have there's to. there's your problem like you watch that and you will be 100 percent sold and, and here, on this. here's the thing no one besides the small group of us no one saw this trailer really before the super bowl this was their big chance to put the this show out put the name out and show john krasinski as a, not the guy from the office and I think this trailer nailed it. Like I'm, with, I was with people with the Super Bowl who had no idea what this was. Like that looks incredible. And they're not thinking about Alec Baldwin, Harrison Ford, Ben Affleck, and Chris Pine. They're thinking John Krasinski. That's special. He is, but he is still the guy from The Office. That's the crazy thing. Right. He, there, there is, there, there were times in 13 Hours where he delivered a line, and 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 you're like, oh, there's Jim. Did he ever look at the camera? Like, <laughs> no, he sure didn't. Oh, but damn. first and foremost, watch 13 Hours. It's it's a fantastic movie. And then everyone should watch Jack Ryan. See, I'll put 13 Hours on my list, and you know I'll, I will actually watch it. Brian's going to put it on his list, and you're basically never going to hear about that movie. I right need now. you both to watch it in, in the next seven days. you got to yeah. watch it. Uh, Joke's on you. I'm watching it tonight. The next trailer, uh, which, Josh, you, I don't know how you feel about this, but I loved it, is Mission Impossible Fallout. First off, Henry Cavill and the mustache looks good. I approve of Paramount making him keep the mustache. I I it, I, I thought it sold the, the I thought it sold the part. Uh, you get to see the 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 footage of him jumping to the building, which is where he broke his foot, then got up and ran like a crazy person. And I've never left a Mission Impossible movie going. Oh, that was bad. I always like. I keep forgetting I like these things. Like they're good. they're all great. They're all great. I don't know if you know, but. Uh the the level of Tom Cruise feet and energy helps him heal a lot quicker than normal people. Uh, very true. But this movie looks amazing. Henry Cavill it, looked ridiculous. Dude, Henry Cavill. Right. Henry Cavill looks. I don't know if he's got to be like the villain. He's got to oh, be yeah. like right. That's, that's what I'm saying. He is he, and that's got to be. He looks the, the, the fight scene that's going to occur between him and Tom Cruise is going to be, be great. Awesome. Yep. Like I'm excited for this movie. I I loved every single Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I have one and only one problem. Where is Jeremy Renner? He'll be in there somewhere. Didn't Where? they say in the last movie? Didn't he quit in the last movie? Where I gotta rewatch it. Where is Jeremy Renner? I like. <laughs> I, I went I, when I when I watched the trailer and it ended. I went into full on panic mode. Where where's Jeremy? You can't, you can't take the Simon Pegg and just be happy Simon Pegg's still getting work. Where is he? The guy I gotta rewatch Rogue Nation. The I'm pretty out. sure because of what happened in Rogue Nation, he was forced to quit. That's not what sure? happened. That's not what happened. I gotta re. I, like I said, I, I preface that by saying I have to rewatch Rogue Nation. 13 hours and Mission Impossible Marathon. Here we go. He the the movie the movie ended the movie ended with him with with Jeremy Renner and Alec Baldwin walking down the hall. And this sort of nod and smile of agreement that that this is the new and, IMF. And, and let's face it, they'll they'll ne- once you leave that you never come back. 
Yeah, who knows? He'll probably be in there somewhere. Maybe even like a oh, he's at home with his kids. Hey, also he's shooting arrows. What's up with that? He's got he's got a farm and two children. <laughs> Why is he in Germany? Um, so There's I don't know. Tiny agent, apparently <laughs> another tiny agent. Uh, the next one I want to talk about is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, and I have a problem. I don't I don't like this movie. Yeah, it doesn't look it, it doesn't look good. Like the premise doesn't look good, but I I do. <sighs> I do like the story, and frankly, Chris Pratt, so I'm seeing it. I mean, I'll see it. Are there dinosaurs? But I'm not going to be happy about it. Yes, Brian, there. Is Chris Pratt a dinosaur? No. I would have loved that. Uh, Humanoid dinosaur robot soldiers. Yeah, would have been cool. No, dude, I love Jurassic Park world, everything, lost world, forgotten worlds, all of it. Um, Give me, give me. We'll see. I like I like Jurassic did they, World. Did they make a dinosaur that could tuck a child in the bed? Because it looks like that's what was happening at the beginning <laughs> of that trailer. It was just like really, really like, okay, I'm going to tell you bedtime stories. Go. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. <laughs> Clever what did girl. They do? Did they, did they, what did they, the, a velociraptor and what? What did they mix? Chris Pratt fucked the velociraptor and then <laughs> that's, that's what I'm they made. Serious. Like a, a velociraptor I don't know. and what? Because you know damn and... well. It's part raptor. Otherwise, the, Chris Pratt wouldn't have to be It's there. the part raptor, and then whatever that dinosaur was that was T-Rex and raptor, I like, whatever that thing was, and then the thing that ate the other thing. I just... A emu? It looks I a don't little know. bit like... It looks a little when bit like When will B.D. Wong... That's my problem. When will B.D. Wong work? does look like an alien. <laughs> don't fuck with nature. Also, I, I know it's not a part of this trailer, but that Jeep commercial with Jeff Goldblum was pretty fantastic. Oh, it was pretty really dope. good. That's pretty dope. That was yep. pretty good. All right, the the next the next one. This was great. This was this is kind of like historic a little bit. Uh, there was a trailer for Cloverfield Paradox, and at the end of it, it said "coming real soon." And then after the game ended, a full length trailer again saying it was streaming now, available right now. I watched twenty minutes of this movie, and I've I fell asleep. Heard bad things. I heard it's like Event Horizon. Didn't like a rent. Oh, Sam Neill was so creepy. I have to watch the whole movie to really give it this fair shake. But what did you think about the fact that they released it like right away? Like they said, here's the trailer. And because this is what they do with Cloverfield. It's under another name for such a long time. They give it a small window of marketing and they just go. Uh, and, yeah. I, and I've yeah. liked both Cloverfield movies so far. And I didn't like Cloverfield one initially. It took me a long time to appreciate that movie. But I no, love really Cloverfield like Lane. That's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays yeah, off. Well, Netflix paid a lot of money for it. And I think they, uh, I, I think they're good. Yeah, I'm never, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna watch it. I'm never. They're already ever. done writing or filming the fourth. <gasps> yeah, one. I read an article that said it may be coming way sooner than we think, and it may be by the end of the year we may have another one. I'm okay with it. I enjoy this series. But what? But what? Do you, what? Do you, but Josh, what do you think about the fact that they just released it right away? I know you said it was a bold move, but I mean, like, it, do you think that's a future strategy or is this a one and done? With no marketing, it seems really fucking stupid. Um, but you know, Netflix. Can but does pull Netflix off really need marketing? That's that's the thing. They don't. You open Netflix is, every day. Is, I guess my point is, releasing it right away isn't going to get you your viewers, right? You, you you need to have it in there, also recommended or whatever other horseshit new release stream. Like that's what gets people to flip because that's what happens. People flip yeah, when they watch. I would say but like. Throwing a trailer and then making it available immediately after the Super Bowl, nobody's watched that I, shit. I, see, I disagree because I know there's some people who did not watch This Is Us right after the Super Bowl. And first off, shame on you. And um, they probably did go to watch this because, I mean, like, if it was any other event, you would I would have been right with you. Like, yeah, you need to shove it in Netflix all over the place before you go dropping ads all over the fucking TV. But it's the Super Bowl. Like, millions of people watch this. And everyone wa- was watching to the end because the game was such a nail biter. Like, I, I don't know. I think it was awesome. I think it was successful, but I don't think this is sustainable. I think this is you can only do this for one movie, and I think Cloverfield's the right pick for it. Yeah, I agree. They should do it for um, Daredevil season three, and they should do it next week. Uh, <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, there was a new uh, trailer for Red Sparrow, but I don't want to go too into that. It was awesome. We already agreed this movie's fantastic. So yeah, move oh, along. Oh, good. Westworld season two. Uh, Fuck yes. Everything about this is amazing. Did you see the uh, they they have this like mock site where yes. you can explore and like there's they're teasing that there's six other, other worlds. worlds yeah which I don't want to go too far into because I know there are some people who haven't seen Westworld season one and I was one of those people until recently so definitely go uh, weirdo I I don't know why it took me so long but it was great uh, but yeah looks 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 really good 
Um, next one we got was Avengers Infinity War. Uh, I did not watch the trailer because I'm on a blackout for this movie, so I hope it was good because I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was solid, man. Good. You're so stupid. No, dude. I want to stay far away and just come into it as fresh as I can. It looks amazing. Amaze balls, even. The balls have been filled with amaze. <laughs> speaking, and for the last one I want to talk about, speaking of our man John Krasinski, we got a, a, an actual nice lawn trailer for A Quiet Place that actually is answering some questions that we have about this. Yeah, that looks freaking creepy there's as hell. There's aliens or there's mutants, there's monsters. Like I don't care. It looks creepy as this, hell. Yeah, because I saw all the scratches on the wall in the first trailer. I was like, what the fuck did that? And now I'm like, okay, I'm really, really interested. This movie looks fantastic. And it's husband and wife together acting in a movie. Oh, how sweet. Oh, South by Southwest. So, it, you know, we'll see. Uh, so next month, right? We're going to see what, what what people think of the movie. Sure. Very interested. Guys, it wasn't just your TV. It was everybody's. For 30 seconds, 30 so seconds, during the Super Bowl, there was a, a complete black screen. And I thought it was my yeah, stream. Someone guy. got fired. That was, that was at least. So here's we, a couple of us did the math. It was $5 million for the spot, right? You know, they had to refund the money because the fact that they, you know, didn't play the ad. And it was blank ad. They lost basically $10 million for 30 seconds of blank screen. And for a moment, I thought it was the greatest Black Mirror ad I've ever seen. But I realized that wasn't it. And then, um, wow. That guy is on the unemployment line next to the guy who accidentally sent a missile alert to all of Hawaii. <laughs> who did that time belong to is what I want I don't know. know. I, I, I would love to know that too, right? Probably Tide. Probably, Probably another Tide ad. God damn it. They robbed, they robbed us of a Tide ad. But I, I was telling people about this like at, at a meeting that I had at work, and they're like, oh, my God, I thought it was my TV. Like every Nobody knows that this happened to everybody. So it wasn't just you. It wasn't just you, listener. It, it was everybody. We got 30 seconds of blank screen. Just thought that was odd. Out of all the places to do it, Super Bowl. <laughs> Not odd. Reckless. It's very true. And stupid. Josh, that person is fired. Josh, let's let's move away from the the big game. Let's move away from trailers and stuff. And I want to talk about one aspect of TV. And I'm very curious to get your perspective on this. Uh, another streaming service is is vying for your attention. ESPN Plus is launching this spring for five dollars a month. And I have no idea what the hell I'm getting for five dollars. Like it doesn't seem like it's giving me anything good. Uh, well, so. At first glance, it doesn't look like there's a ton of stuff you couldn't get otherwise. But for people who are big fans of like clips and highlights and things like that, having having access to that stuff and, and it being shareable, I, I could see that that's cool and maybe maybe worth five bucks a month. Now, let um, me be but really clear with this before you, you finish. And I'm sorry, but ESPN plus will not offer streaming access to ESPN channels, but rather additional games and content that would not be broadcasted otherwise. So if you're thinking, Oh, this is a, you know, a cord cutter solution to get an ESPN. No. So just for everybody, uh, there are three primary functionalities, access to scores and highlights, Clips from recent games, as well as scores, statistics from those games, and a ton of customization and personalization. But you get again, all, most of that on Siri. Uh, you you could find that shit on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like I, I just <laughs> yeah, it just seems like an easy way for people to pick up five bucks a month from you know probably a lot of subscribers. But there would need to be some pretty exclusive content. Like I could see. So if it were me. Try, trying to launch this service, right? I would have teased it during the college football playoffs and the NFL playoffs with additional broadcasts, different angles, things like that, only available streaming through this service. Right. That's some shit I would pay for. But yeah. they should strap and a GoPro to the football. <laughs> And make that what was like C uh, like at CES Intel was showing off that you could get like a first person perspective on Brian, the field Brian, and like Brian, other things. The XFL comes uh, opens in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, but listen, like I said, this is not a cord cutters or a way to get ESPN without it. And just like you said, Josh, you know, you can find this stuff on Twitter. So sorry, Disney, you're not getting five dollars from us. It's not going to happen. Good, good try. Good okay, try. they already have so much more of remember, your money anyway. Remember, everything's a subscription now. All right, and finally for screen to screen, uh, Brian, uh, you told me. me. Yes, you brought to my attention. What did I tell you? Something that I wasn't aware of, that the executives from Game of Thrones 
are going to get their own Star Wars films? Uh, I did tell you this. And and yes, it seems to be true. Um, from what I understand, we don't know much about it, just that the they have been signed on, and I'm trying to get their names. I'm David sorry. Benoff and D.B. Benioff. Benioff? David yeah. Benioff, D.B. Weiss. Yeah, David Benioff and, uh, and D.B. Weiss have been uh, signed to do uh, th- their own set of Star Wars movies. We don't know what it is. We don't know anything about it. Just that they've been signed um, and they're working on them currently. I mean, the guys know how to take source material and books and things like that that were pretty popular, but not necessarily completely mainstream and turn them into something successful. So maybe we'll get some extended universe stuff. Let's let's face it. Game of Thrones is pretty much Star Wars in medieval times. A song song of ice and fire was anything but mainstream. Absolutely. it, 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 It wasn't close. Right. A lot of people are speculating and hoping that they do Knights of the Old Republic, which I'm not surprised. That'd be nice. But yeah, that do nice. anything. Just make it brutal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that got announced this week, and that's all the information I have. So, sorry. But hey, if you like Game of Thrones, this this may just bring some more source material, source material into the fold of Star Wars. Watching Star Wars, watching Star Wars, watching Star Wars, watching Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Well, as we all know, I love to go on the internet. I like to find the weird. I like to find the obscure. And I love to ask for a tech perspective. Uh, this week was some news that. We're going to get sued for copyright infringement. I feel it. Feeling it in my bones. Uh, listen, this is this should be news to nobody. Um, no one buys CDs anymore. Like physical nope. CDs. So Best Buy is uh, pulling CDs from their store, and Target is threatening to pay labels for CDs only when customers buy them. Uh, I, I, w- I want you to consider for a moment. I mean, we've all spent time in the retail industry. I say all three of us have that background. I know, I, I know a, a ton of our subscribers have as well. So I want you to think about the labor, the time and money spent on pulling CDs to be shipped back to the to the distributor. Yeah. Right. Because How much, nobody bought them. Because nobody ever buys them, right? I don't know anybody that buys CDs anymore. I'm not even sure what I would do with a CD at this there, point. There are only two artists I'll buy CDs for, but like I buy them the day they come out, and then that's it. I never look for CDs again. What do you do with a CD? I, I, I burn them onto my computer, and I play them in my car because... I like, I don't know, I like the album. You convert them to digital. Yep, I do. But you buy the CD. Just for two artists. That's it. You're a fucking idiot. Two artists. John Mayer, John Mayer and Creed. No. (laughs) Got the John Mayer part right. So you can really, really. This is the dumbest shit you have ever said. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's a dumb thing I have. It's just a thing I do. They get the same amount of money whether you buy a CD just, or... I like the album. I like the tangible thing. Like, Brian likes to buy movies, right? It's the tangible thing. I like... Just for two artists, I like the tangible thing. Okay, what two artists? It's... It's, <laughs> it's John Mayer John Mayer and Coldplay. And it's the only two. That's it. It's the only two artists. I'm sure that Chris Martin is upset that you're creating bio-waste. No, no, no. Because right now, the CDs that don't get, that don't get sold... End up in the every landfill. every time every time you buy a, a Coldplay CD, Chris Martin cries. <laughs> uh, but what do you think about the Target strategy? So Best Buy is just saying goodbye, right? Just just we're not doing them anymore. Which makes sense. Which is great yeah, too, because now give me more retail space to buy Apple products and stuff. But uh, but what about Target just saying, hey, we're not going to pay you unless we actually you know sell the CD? That makes yeah, sense that to me as well. That makes a way sense. To but- keep CDs in stock. Also, not going to last long because the manufacturers are going to be like, we're not getting any money because nobody's fucking buying CDs anymore. And I mean, right. think about this. If you ever do ever have to go buy a CD, they're, no, they're never they're never sorted. They're never in the right places. You can't find it. Is, really, it is awful. always the section of misfit toys. There's nothing yeah. as ever organized. No one cares about it. It is the shadowy place where we don't go anymore. So take that the wall. Remember when you were a thing? Because. You know, you're not. I don't know what FYE is doing anymore. What does FYE do? Probably sell vinyl. <laughs> they sell true. they sell vinyl. They sell a lot of used, like, traded in they're stuff. They're basically and they Spencer's. They've become like a Spencer's Hot Topic thing. Which is Which awesome. I'm pretty sure they're it, all owned by the keep, same it, company. And it keeps them keeps them alive. That's good. That's adapting. You know who hasn't adapted? CDs. <laughs> That's very true. 
All right, the other bit was also a little bit of retail news. And Josh, this one actually came from you, that Amazon is going to roll out a two-hour window delivery at Whole Foods for Prime members. Uh, now, is this just local? Is this like only in major cities? What, what's the deal going on with Austin, this? Cincinnati, Dallas, Virginia Beach are the are the test areas. Nice um, service uh, is is like it's ex- it's expanding into like thirty cities that include Chicago, Milwaukee, San Diego, and others. You'll have to you have to check the list, right? But it, I mean, it seems very cool. Um, plus. This is the next, like, this is Amazon's next. That's what they do. Step to challenge Walmart. Now, they're not going to be able to because Walmart is the biggest grocer in the world. Walmart's so, the biggest everything in the world. That, well, and that's the truth. Anything they get into, they become the biggest. So I, I get that. But, like, this doesn't target people that would generally shop at Walmart no. anyway. Nope. So, like, I think it's very cool, and especially if you live in a city where everything's a pain in the ass. Like, you know, this is this is this makes sense. Yeah, and and a one hour delivery, the extra cost that's associated to you for getting that, it's eight dollars. Like, that's it. You want one hour? It's eight extra dollars. Score perfectly good. I also know that they were testing out in select areas too uh, a locker that you could purchase your stuff online, and then you go as an Amazon Prime member, and there's a locker with your food inside of it. You, well, you that- pick it up. Yeah, they they've they've had that that model for um like campus stores right for for quite some time, which it's a very successful model. But but this is coming this, to your this, house. No, this does make a ton of sense to me. Um, and and it doesn't like it doesn't hurt anybody. Think about what CJ said: eight dollars for a one hour delivery. Basically, and here's how I do the math on that: if you make more than eight dollars an hour, <laughs> this is this is a good investment. Absolutely. Yep. Right. All right. The final bit from Tech Perspective was a, a, a combo. It's a little bit of a follow-up story that didn't make it last week, but I definitely want to talk about it this week. Mercedes-Benz had a promotion that they were doing for the big game where you would download a, a app or go to a, a website, uh, and there was a, a car. And what they were doing was basically a last band standing challenge that you would touch this car on your smartphone, and it would move around, so you would also have to move your finger – and basically, the last person to still have their finger on the car uh, would win a Mercedes. And it wasn't just, oh, it, the window is from the start of the Super Bowl on. They would keep going until there was one man standing. Uh, well, what, it was like those old competitions they used to have at like fairs in the 70s where everybody that stood around. That 70s show and, and Psych and every other you know major sitcom that does this. Yeah, thing. that's dumb. Uh, well, here's the problem. You think the 30 seconds of blackout was Mercedes-Benz commercial? <laughs> it was. Maybe someone to, to look up and lose the, the fact. Um, they broke the whole system like immediately, like before this could actually start. Uh, they said, uh, bad news, uh, enthusiasm for this promotion broke the internet. Eligible recipients will now be entered into a random drawing to pick a winner, and we'll announce them as soon as he or she has confirmed. Sorry again, and thanks for your patience. Because that's the same as having skill on holding your finger on the screen. <laughs> now it's just luck. <laughs> and uh, Josh, I know about skill, Brian. It's, it's more just, you know, will. What happens if your phone goes to sleep because you're you're like you you have your finger well, on remember, there? No, like, the, it moves. It moves. So you have to follow the car. Like your biggest concern. Your biggest concern is going to be when you have to pee. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh yeah, really? I can do that one handed. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, really. Come on. <laughs> now, Josh. Seri- the, seriously, Josh. The car will think about it. Just going to wear a diaper. What are you going to do? <laughs> At that point, yeah, for a Mercedes. I actually, I actually can make a catheter out of a jock strap now, thanks to the internet. <laughs> I'm not joking. I saw that shit on the internet. Why? Why was that on your? Why was that something? It was you were on Imgur. Up? It was like on and Imgur you saw it, or like, something. Mm, yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I immediately thought of all the people who were going to be downtown at the parade and said this would be a great idea for you. <laughs> Josh, here's here's my question. Parade it was a, a Mercedes C43 Coupe, and to me that means nothing. Is this is this was this worth entering? Was this? Yeah, worth? man. This is this is a pretty badass car. I mean. I don't I don't think it mentions MSRP here but I'm imagining it's upwards of 60k. So like it's just a pretty badass vehicle, yeah. And uh so here's my question, if you were entered in that would you it's you, specifically you Josh. Would you rather just take the random drawing or the last man standing option? Which one would random, you Random drawing. random drawing? I'd never I'd never win a, that crazy stupid put your finger on your phone shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Plus, you like to do other things on your phone instead of just sitting there for a couple hours, like tracing a car around the lot. Yeah, exactly right. All right. Well, uh, so if you entered into this somehow, I, I don't know how you heard of it. So, I mean, we only heard about it last week, but like because this is what we do. Uh, hope you win. And if you win, take us around for a spin. I you know, appreciate just driving around in a nice Mercedes. Kind of fun. Anything else that you guys want to add to tech perspective? Nope. Okay. Yes. Beep, boop, 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 boop. All right, our final topic for today is going to be the nerd degree. If you don't know what the nerd degree is, is where we give a topic, a subject, a movie, a product, whatever, the third degree. And this week, it comes with a simple question I saw online that really, when you think about it, isn't that simple. DC movies. Why don't we just recast the Joker every time? And I thought about this. It was an interesting Haven't thing. we technically done that? Well, I mean, yeah, but like, what if technically we, they've already been doing? What if it? we do it on purpose, like a James Bond thing, where we can keep Batman? Oh, right, we keep no. Batman, we keep all these people the same, but we just change the Joker. I, I, I mean, there's a, a clip that we have uh, from um, Batman: The Killing Joke. Yes, Batman: The Killing Joke. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. And, and just thinking that, I mean, that could be a good inspiration as to just changing it up all, all the time. Uh, it's a controversial idea, I, I know, but uh, you know, I floated by a couple of people, and they're like, you know, that that would actually be cool because you know we like these actors who have taken a stab at it, and there's talks of now even Walking Phoenix getting a, a, a stab at the Joker. But I, I'm I'm very curious, Brian. I keeping everybody the same, doing the James Bond approach, recasting the Joker every single movie. What do you feel about that? No, Josh. What about you? They'd have to do it better than. Like if you, I mean, how are you gonna do? How do? How does that raise the the bar at all? I, it doesn't. I, I'm actually speechless. This is. It doesn't raise the bar at all, and it makes no. Like, all right, listen, listen. You should aspire. You should aspire to be better. And first off, this is just an elaborate way of saying let's replace Jared Leto as the Joker. That's really all this is. I I don't mind Jared Leto as the Joker. I don't really either, except for everything that he does and how he looks and what he says. No, I'm fine with all that stuff. He's crazy. <laughs> which, by the way, means which means he has a big problem with. It. I have a problem with him too. But I don't think it's enough to kick him out of the the whole DC universe. But just like you said, I mean, at least not but, while he's alive. Wait till he wait till he ODs, and then you can. Do whatever oh, you God. want. No, I love 30 Seconds to Mars. Don't make that happen. But, I mean, Brian. But Brian's right. Listen, this Martin Scorsese movie that's allegedly on the books has a different Joker. We've gone through a different Joker every single time we've done it. Why not just make it a thing? Why not just own this fact that we do this? No, because, listen, just if Heath Ledger had never passed away, we would have kept him as, as the Joker, and it would have been great. And yeah. he would have tried to top himself over Dark Knight. Like, but you we know, wouldn't like, have him in Suicide When you find Squad. someone who's – look what happened with Batman the Animated Series. Go on. Please elaborate. I will elaborate. Mark Hamill is by far the greatest actor to play the Joker ever. I don't care who you are. Right, it's true. I agree. He is. He encapsulates that character entirely. Every time they try to do a different Joker in these movies, something is off. It doesn't feel right because you found your guy. You found your guy who made that character and made him great. Right. If we could find somebody still alive that could do that in live action... You're not going to want to replace him. I don't. I, I I understand the mythos of the Joker. I get it. He's crazy. He's you know like. But that doesn't mean we need to just constantly recast the Joker. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Find somebody who works. Find somebody who does it well and wants to continually be better at it. And keep let that guy keep so the job. Like this I, is I agree. No, hold on. So, so hear me out. No, you just, don't agree because you made no, this no, a topic. No, no, no. I'm thinking James Bond way, right? So so think of Sean Connery gets a long run, right? We got Daniel Craig doing a long run. I'm not saying every single movie. That's what they were saying. I'm thinking you do a James Bond approach. You, you write out the, the actor who does a good job, right? You, you keep him going for a long time, and then his time is up, and you just put a new person in. And you can kind of keep this going and get new talent in there, new blood. So when someone says, I'm really tired of playing the same roles over and over again, instead of just pulling a, a pile of, of money in front of their face like you do with Tony Stark and Thor and Captain America. Here, here's the difference. You just do it that here's way. The, here's the freaking difference. You're, you're talking the James Bond approach, but you're talking about a set of movies that was made in the 60s and 70s and moving forward when typecasting was a thing. 
And these movies were being cranked out so fast that these people were getting known for just playing that character. That happens now. You saying it does not happen now? Are you kidding? Oh my me? god! Are you kidding? Between, are you kidding me? Because because of the amount of post production on these type of movies, these people have one, two, sometimes three movies come out in between these sequels. They don't have to. As an actor, you don't have to be there. For the entire two-year process to make the movie. You're there on set for eight months. And then you go on and you do another movie. And before that movie comes out, you probably have another couple movies. You don't think Chris Pratt is always Star-Lord. Chris Pratt has done so much other stuff. And the same thing with Chris Evans. In our standard uterine measurement, I give this bat nipples. (laughs) In our standard unit of measure, I give this uh, bat camel toe. In the standard unit of measure, I give this the bat card. Never leave the cave without it. Just because you have the tagline on there. It's ice to meet you. Stop. Chill. Stop. Everybody chill. Please stop. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Well, as always, people, this is not a one-way discussion. We want to hear from you what you think about these topics. Is there something else we should be talking about, too? Let us know. Find us on Twitter at that kind of nerd, or find us on Facebook. And, of course, if you want to, you can call or text us at 484-373-4119. Uh, that is also in the show notes in case you weren't able to catch that. Uh, we will play any voicemails that you have on the show so your voice can be part of the discussion as well. I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you all next week if you love comics and sci-fi and technology television video games and fantasy well take a listen to our show i'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree like that martha as a plot point was just too absurd and apple versus android is a case to be heard and that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Brian, stop me if this sounds familiar, okay? Stop. Okay, good. That was a good talk, everybody. I want to hear what you think about that topic as well. Nobody asked for this. But the thing is... <laughs> what happened? Did you just... Did you just buffer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I had to expel the demons from my soul. Is Monica Sellis playing a Wimbledon match behind you? <laughs> that idea was so terrible, I became allergic to it. 